starts all of the equipment, all of the cameras. Are, there's a delay. Yeah. So we have to count. <laughs> yeah. To six. But God, so but we're supposed to do that silently. I was I was counting out so loud like, so that she. Well, I was, you're smiling. One, <laughs> two, and I'm like, this is great, Mike. <laughs> Go grease lightning! I didn't get my woo in. I know. <laughs> hey, hey, grease lightning! Oh, good morning, Chris, good morning guys. We love you so much. Thanks. Got to make Sunday fun, right? Yeah, man. Thanks for tuning in. Sunday fun day. We say it all the time. Love it. Yeah. Welcome to uh, not the new set anymore. This is kind no, of like this, this is church. This, this is, is church it. now. This is church. And uh, hey, if you uh, if um, you did get a chance over the last couple of weeks to check out the uh, the virtual tour of the the new building, oh yeah, uh, you're seeing part of what it's going to look like uh, here in this. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, so check it out. It's on it's on our link tree. Um, and we what a there's so much on Linktree, D. Yeah, so much so on Linktree. If this is um, one of your first times joining us, my name's Danielle and this is Kyle. Hi, guys. And we have a lot about, um, I know it's sometimes you just like you want to kind of get to know somebody, feel something out, and a little bit from afar, Linktree is a great way to do that. You can go through there and, and just find out a little bit more about our heartbeat. But I wanted to give a, give a shout out to all the ladies. Oh, ladies. Who did, um, were part of the first night of Shoulder, shoulder to Shoulder. shoulder. Um, it's where our women come together and they study the word. Um, it's uh, virtually so that you can be in your comfies and still learn together. Yeah. It's 7 o'clock tonight, every Sunday night, 7 p.m. So if you want to be a part of that, make sure that you go on our link tree and get the little code because you can't. it won't just pop up on our uh, social media. You need That's to right. get the code. And it's not something that you have to have been a part of last week. Like if you missed last week or whatever, hop on in and be a part of it. Everything, all of the feedback has been so, Unbelievable. so right? Exactly, yeah, it has been. Yeah, so well done, ladies. Yeah. And, and it's not, guys, it's just so that you know, um, it's not just about information. It's not a It's not a, a meeting where you kind of just go and get information. It's uh, about being discipled and transformed yeah, through, and the through the Word of God. And, uh, and, and there'll be uh, pastors there that'll help you grow and, and actually apply it in your lives because... Um, you know, we can't just be hearers of the word only. Mm -hmm. We've got to be doers, right? Yeah. And that, that's that's part of that. And the, 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 the easiest part is hearing it. <laughs> the hardest part is doing it. Although sometimes. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> sometimes I, feel, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how I Pretty feel, much I feel most that days. great after I've heard yeah. something. And, and men, if you're out there, we have our own yeah. men's uh, discipleship called Forged. Yep. And we are in uh, already in uh, the book of Philippians. And we're, we're, we're tearing it up. Uh, and and just like the ladies, if you haven't been a part of it, that's okay. Hop in. Um, yeah. it, 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 I, it, all that we're hearing is lives being transformed, dads and men mm. raising the raising the bar in their own lives, uh, and that can I just say, just as uh, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that um, that God is still looking for uh, godly men and men and, 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 and men who will rise up in leadership. Yes. we need it in our families, we need it in our nation, we need it in our in our workplace, um, and men. That's the challenge. Uh, so. Cool. Why don't you join? You can check it out there on Linktree as well. And if you are a guest, I know you said it this morning already, but I we want to welcome you. We are so glad yes. that you're here today. Yes. Thank you for being a part of this yes. uh, this next this hour with us. Um, and this really is our community. It's uh, it's community mm -hmm. right now. And I'm just thankful. Uh, you know, the, the truth is that is this the way that we would ultimately want it to be? No, but I'm certainly thankful and grateful yes. that we actually get this yes. uh, in the midst of everything. So, yeah. you know, do we believe in church? We believe, and you know this, we believe in the, the power of corporate expression, the power mm -hmm. of corporate prayer, that the that the 
it's it's one thing to pray individually, and we are mm-hmm. called to pray individually, but it's also something else to to pray together. Mm-hmm. And and so this morning, church, we're gonna we're gonna just take a moment together to pray the Lord's Prayer. And for some of you, like Danielle, you were raised uh, yeah. Catholic, and you so you did this a lot. I love it. Yeah, it was some, it was it was a part of my spiritual upbringing. Yeah, and part of like the fiber of how I learned how to connect with God. So it's um, it, it was it was you know what's funny is that I don't think when I was younger I realized it just hit me. I don't think I realized that it was um, Jesus that taught us how to pray that way. Wow. It was just wow. it's so funny. So even though I did, wow. I I don't recall having that information. It still brought me so much closer to him, yeah. and I think that there's there's just something God, you know, God made sure that we had in His Word not a law, like you could only correct, talk to correct. me this only way. Only way to do this, yes, but He yeah. gave us directive yeah. on it because sometimes we're like, I don't know what to say or I don't know what to do or you know, and He was like, Let me help you come closer to me. So that's for me always what the Lord's Prayer is represented. It's, it's the means that I get to actually echo things that I know Jesus said to his father Absolutely. as my father. So yeah. it just is very special to me. And, and, and we did a teaching on this a yes. little while ago, and yes. I know it'll be up uh, where, where the, the, it'll be up this week. So this that you week, yeah. just know, learn how to pray through it because it's not just repeating the words. Yeah. Jesus was giving us a, a model, yeah. as you said, kind of a, because yeah. the Bible says where there's no vision, people go unrestrained. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I love the fact that God doesn't just call us to do something. He actually helps yeah. direct those footsteps as well. Yeah, and then when we did that teaching, um, and I'm just going to do a, a momentary shout-out to production, if we could get that timer going, that would be awesome. Thanks, Love production. you, production. Um, <laughs> there's not three post-its up there on the yeah, wall. Yeah, there's not post-its at all all over. Like, it's make sure you start the timer. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we need to talk about it four times. Uh, it's all good. Um, but, no, the reason that I was talking about the Lord's Prayer, too, is that we did the teaching of that because... Um, because I grew up repeating the actual prayer, yeah. I didn't uh, think, I guess at that young age, to kind of stop at each portion of that yeah. and then Meditate talk to that. God about yeah. that thing. Yep. Like, because sometimes we, can, we have a hard time sometimes drawing the lines between what Jesus was directing us to say and superimposing our real life current situation into that prayer. Correct. So in that teaching that we did, and we're gonna put it up, the, like we said this week on our Facebook, but um, it's very helpful because you're like, oh, so that's how those two things correlate. And so when you know when he's saying this, it's really I can see that showing up in my life in that part right there. Yeah, and I think that that's what Jesus's intention always was. He wasn't his intention was not to give us the only words that we can only say to him. But this is what I want you to understand. I want to hear your heart on these things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that it's it, that's part. That's the key in all this teaching, babe. Right? That's exactly. Is that right. the, the letter kills, but the spirit gives yeah. life, and I, and he's not just um, giving us stuff to so that we are informed what we should or shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. He's giving the word because the word gives life. It breathes yes. life to our daily lives. Yeah. And so you know, uh, my father, hallowed be thy name. How how mm-hmm. in this moment do we how sit back and how does it yes. look? How are we? How yes. are we howling his name? How do we make it holy? How are we magnifying it in this moment? And not just in this moment, but that's why I think Jesus is talking, you know, teaching us how to pray this on a regular basis mm-hmm. because it keeps our minds set. Yeah. So we're going to pray this together um, in your homes, in your cars, in your uh, workplace, uh, yeah. in, in your hospital room. Uh, we're going to pray this uh, together. We're going to pray the traditional Lord's Prayer because... Um, there's always little differences. There's always little differences. And I might still so. get it wrong. Because, <laughs> because, because at any given moment, you do kind of yeah. 
And if you don't know the Lord's Prayer, it's cool. It's all right. It's good. Like, it's going to be on the screen. And there's no, listen, there is absolutely uh, no shame in not knowing anything in the Word of God. These are are moments that should spark us to say, man, I didn't know that. How, what is, how how do I learn that more? How do do I get to know God more? So be encouraged that there's, there are voices and I would encourage you to pray it out loud just so that you can hear that being spoken into your real space. Amen. But it's encouraging to know that there's other people right now simultaneously doing that That's right. and that God is teaching us new ways to do things corporately Together. as his bride. Yep. Yeah. Faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. The yes. more that we hear it, yes. that's why I always encourage you when you're reading the Bible, read it out read loud. Read it out loud. Read it out loud. It engages multiple senses. It also is a mechanism that the, that God has set up inside of humanity that when we speak it and hear it, we remember it more. You know what else? But it also, we also realize that sometimes we're reading it with a tone that was, oh, ne- totally. it was never written Men, with. Yeah, exactly. So then you hear yourself saying it like, why do I sound so angry? <laughs> exactly. Like, why do exactly. I sound corrected? Exactly. Like, he may have very well been not coming from that vantage point, but it, it kind of, you kind of catch yourself when you're translating it the so way good. that you, you know, maybe have processed your own life. It's oh, so, so, yeah. so good. Let's pray. Come on. Yeah. Come on. We're going to pray this together. So we're going to start now. Mm-hmm. Our Father, who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. See, I said transgressions. I know you did. I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> I even went over it. We're not going to say dead. We're going to say trespasses. And then I was like, but sometimes you say transgressions. And guess what? God hears all of it. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, I think that does. Well, he won't hear all of it. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Around. That was me. It's because it's literally under my feet. Um, so we're having all sorts of interesting... Uh, Look, I, I, uh, I, I want to really encourage you. Pray that prayer on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Not out of um, legalistic liturgy. Yeah. But about yeah. speaking life into your soul yeah. and teaching your spirit how to have an intimate connection with the Father. Yeah. Um, it'll change your life. Mm-hmm. Um, if you brought your Bible today, we're going to kind of uh, hop off of what we talked about last week, do a little bit of part two. Um, and so we're in Acts chapter 20. We're going to go into Acts 21 as well. Um, Acts is the, the, the fifth book of the New Testament written by Luke. Um, and uh, and do you know that I believe uh, it was written as a, uh, it's not only just a history of the early church, but I, I think it's a, de, a defense um, for Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, I think Luke is writing this to his lawyer um, as he stands before trial, before, uh, before the emperor, and says this is who he really is. Uh, so it's a testimony of what God's done. Um, but last week, babe, we talked about integrity. Yeah. And uh, and, it, it and nerve, holy you know. integrity. It really it did really hit a nerve. nerve yeah. Holy integrity. And how this holy integrity is really the fabric of a faith-filled life, of a holy mm-hmm. life before God. Um, and and that, this, that integrity speaks. It has a voice. Um, it speaks uh, about who the Father is. It, it speaks about his testimony of grace in our life. It speaks about his character, his nature. Yeah. It speaks about our character and nature. It speaks yeah. about um, our reliance on him, our trust, uh, our, our level of health, yeah. um, who we really are. 
in our lives. And, and how we are defining it is exactly what you said, holy integrity. Holy, so we're not holy talking integrity. about having um, a stronger ethic or moral Correct. code. We're truly talking about it holy starts, integrity. It starts with who God is. Yes. And then how does that live out in our, yeah. in our character and nature? Um, and, that, and, and, and we know in this world, we know uh, we need integrity, right? Everybody, you know, every, no one's going to argue because uh, yeah. we find that all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Like every, every um, right, especially right now in election season, everyone's sure. saying this person doesn't have an integrity, that person doesn't have. Sure. So integrity becomes the issue, and it really is an issue. But here's, here's the problem or the challenge we want to talk about today. And the title of our message today is the, in, in, the integrity caveat. The caveat. Because I think we all know integrity is important and essential. But, or until something hits us in our life that justifies our redefining of it, <laughs> our, our, our deviation from the path of integrity, right? And and it, we give it that caveat. And what what we want to see in these verses, which is so powerful, is Paul's example to us that says, "I can have all these voices around me that tell mm-hmm. me to go in a different direction. I can have all these feelings inside of me." That would justify me going in a direction. Yes. I can have logic because sometimes when we look at this logically, I'd be like, I'm not mm-hmm. sure I'd make Paul's choice mm-hmm. logically. But he understood who God was, what God was saying to his life, and he and he refused to give mm-hmm. his emotions uh, and uh, the integrity that caveat mm-hmm. that his soul wanted. And I believe um, and enabled him to walk out the things of God. And I, I believe that's uh, a word for us as Connect Church. Mm-hmm that uh, there's going to be all sorts of voices, all sorts of emotions, all sorts of opportunities, yeah. and all sorts of logic that would justify us caveating our, our less than integral choices. Um, and yet, uh, God has a plan for our life. God has purposes. Yeah. God has uh, uh, promises spoken yeah. over our life for you, for your family, for your kids, for the generations, for our community. And they, 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 uh, they, they require this integrity. Uh, to to be released. So let's let's look at this text together. Um, in, in we're gonna start in verse thirty six, and this is the end of kind of what we started with last week. But it says, when Paul had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. And there was there was much weeping on the part of all. They embraced Paul. Uh, they embraced Paul and kissed him, being sorrowful, being grieful, mm-hmm. uh, uh, being grief driven. Most of all, because of the, of the word he had spoken, mm-hmm. that they would never see his face again. And they accompanied him to the ship. Flip over to the next chapter. After they had torn themselves away from each mm-hmm. other, babe. We, uh, the Bible says we put out to sea. Luke says we put out to sea and sailed straight to Kos. The next day we went to Rhodes and from there Patera. We found a ship crossing over to Phoenicia and went on board and set sail. After sighting Cyprus mm-hmm. and passing it on the south of it, we sailed on to, to, to Syria. By the way, this is how you know partly. This is partly how you know the Bible is true. There are so many facts in here that wouldn't that if you're just writing a mythology, there's no reason mm-hmm. to put these things in. Mm-hmm. He is detailing so that people who are traveling, mm-hmm. they already know this is. Of course, this is how you get mm-hmm. to uh, the stadium. You you, you cross over right. the the, Walt, uh, the Ben Franklin Bridge, and you make it. That's right. what's going on. Uh, and we landed in Tyre. D, who was named after Tyre. Yeah, you have a Philly connection. You say Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb, that's right. Ty Cobb, who played for the <laughs> Philadelphia Cobb. Athletics. Ty Cobb. Uh, when, we, when we landed at Tyre, our ship uh, uh, was to unload its cargo. We sought out the disciples there and stayed with them for seven days. Through the Spirit, they urged mm-hmm. Paul not to go on the to Jerusalem. The disciples did. The disciples. These are his friends. When it was time to leave, we left, and we continued on our way to Jerusalem. All right, so... 
Wow. Um, <laughs> don't so, go, don't go, don't go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got to go. Yeah. I, and I think that, the, you know, when, when we're reading the word and our intention is to just like read through something instead of find our own self and our own story inside, yeah. that truth we miss so much. So when we, when we go to a movie, we're used to the movie telling us how we should feel because it tells us what we should see. Yeah, we're seeing it. So if, you know, in a movie this was being depicted, Paul would be telling this group of people that he loves, you know, almost as much as he loves his life, yep. that he's he knows he's, that God has basically told him he's not going to see them ever again, and that the things that awaited him were pain. Yeah. Pain wow. connected. Wow. So he's having to say goodbye to them, being ripped from them. The yep. word tells us the thing that grieved them the most is that he tells them all of these things, and he's like, exactly. the thing that they grieved over the most was that they weren't going to be with him anymore they weren't going to see him again so this is real relationship you know and then he had and then the word says at the top which of the we're next feeling chapter, right now because we're not all together that's that's true that is true. Uh, that's no, true. true part of what yeah. is is the a danger in this in this is that there's grief in the fact that uh we're not all together yes exactly and i think that you know when the, at the top of the chapter when we see paul getting on his next course yeah. you know we have to remember that we also hear say like after they had like torn themselves away from each other so in a movie they would show us <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. because like cue the sad music <laughs> first of all right if you have an beautiful score and you would have this you would have this gut-wrenching like oh sense inside of you because they would be showing you the distance that is beginning to be created Good, by Paul and those he seems to be leaving behind Mm. knowing he's never going to see them again like this is movie stuff but when we're reading it we're like oh my gosh this is so boring because then he went to penetration like wait you know but he went to trove then he went to yeah yep but we're not seeing the the emotional human component of what we're reading and we need to see that that's exactly what he was living and that's what many of us live when we are living by holy integrity it's going to cause distance a lot of times yeah. between things that we love that we can't love more than being obedient to the call of Christ. And the Bible Say that again, we can't love more. We can't love someone or something else more Good. than we are obedient to the call of Christ. Is yeah. that what how I said? Yeah, so like these people Absolutely. were good people. They were following the Lord. The people that he was going to were going to be good people. So it's not like he was dreading the other disciples that he was going to come in contact yeah, with, but yep. this was about maintaining his holy integrity according to where he was called. And I think that we get lost in alliances misplaced because Paul's alliance was with holy integrity. Wow. So that holy integrity, if you remember last week, I talked about the tale of the what and the why, and I was talking about how a victim is very connected to explaining to someone what was done wrong to them yes but the victimizer is very connected to explaining why they did what they did or why they didn't do what they didn't do and it creates this friction and in we see it showing itself yet again because when we have an alliance with holy integrity we then have a connectivity to being sold out to what we are called to do yes but yep. when we have an alliance with our emotions, then we become 
loyal, not faithful. Yes. Because yes. holy integrity yes. will call us to be have a holy faithfulness to our calling. But when yep. we become connected and aligned, and I make an alliance with our emotions, then we become loyal, not to integrity, yes. but to why we don't have to do what we don't want to do, or why we don't have to do what God would have us do. It's all interconnected. And I think that, you know, and the last thing I'll say on this is that, did you ever, sometimes, um, I can't quite remember, I didn't actually watch the show, but I heard a lot of chatter about it. And I want to say maybe it was one of those shows like Survive, Survive, what, it was the show where people made alliances. With yeah, Survivor. Survivor, yeah, you okay. vote you off the tribe. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 that's yeah, right? it, that's it, that's, that's it, it. Yeah. okay. So, and you know, you would always hear the next day when it would be, be talking about or whatever, the chat was like, oh my goodness, they couldn't stand each other. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. How are they on the yeah, same yeah, team, yeah, right? And yeah. so there was all this stuff that went into these alliances. And I think that we do that without even, we, our soul is so manipulative. Yep. Our, what we think, what we feel, and what we want left untouched by God. That we make very calculated alliances Truth. with what's going to cause us to feel the yep. least amount of stress, distress, pain, and loss. And we're not even aware of it, but it doesn't mean that our soul is not doing it. Yeah, I mean, babe, I think that's what our soul is looking for, right? Isn't it to caveat this thing is, mm -hmm. is those emotions that justify it, right? Yeah. And I think the thing we have to recognize is we all have this Samson living inside of us. Do you remember yeah. Samson? He, he was like, I'll do what God said to do yeah. until... His soul was vexed to the point of death, right? So the Bible and says... And when you get vexed, don't you feel vexed. like, now I'm allowed? 100%. Like, now yes. I'm... Yes, yes. His soul was like, I am done with this woman, right? Uh -huh. Forget it. And and there's this caveat. The caveat comes up. I, I Everybody would understand. Everyone's going to understand. Permission. Exactly. And because I think, here's the thing, church, because our emotions feel right to us, they become a standard for what is right for us. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again because I don't want to go jump past that. Because our emotions feel right mm -hmm. to us, we justify them to become the standard of what is right for us to do. That offense feels right to us. It feels justified. Ju exactly. So it justifies our lack of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that, that pain that's inside of us and that this... this it feels right to lash out, and so we we caveat our ungodly response, mm -hmm. um, our loneliness, right? Mm -hmm. um, our yes. exhaustion, yes. our you just our pride, because mm -hmm. our pride will say, totally. "Man, you're above that. You look how far you're above that," and it justifies the the yes. little things that we let go. And I think we have because they feel right to us; they become the standard for mm -hmm. us. Um, and I think that's we have to be careful, especially when it comes to grief. Um, because you and I often talk about the five stages of grief, right? And mm -hmm. all of us go through these things in different ways. Yeah. But, you know, when you are grieving something, yep. and it's not just a loss of a person. It can be a loss of a dream, yeah. a loss of a relationship, a, a loss of a year. Like this year feels like a loss. Something that feels rightly ours. Rightly ours, exactly right. I, and, I was and we this lost year. Exactly. I was due. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, was, I saw someone say, uh, um, I, I, I'm, putting off, I'm putting off by my 2021 calendar until I see the trailer. <laughs> I was like, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> right? Uh, I think it's brilliant. Uh -huh. But the five stages of grief, right, are, you know, denial, anger, um, bargaining, um, depression, and then acceptance. But I want to add one to that. I want to add permission. Because permission becomes the secret stage that is wow. in all of those wow. five. 
um, that, that sneaks up in there and justifies the why. And, um, you know, I, 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 I was calling grief the hall pass. Grief is the hall pass to holiness. Do you remember when we were in school and you'd, you'd, you'd go to the, you, you know, you'd go to the bathroom, you'd start wandering down the hall and there was that teacher that was like, excuse you, yeah. why are you wandering in the hallways? And you're like, I have a hall pass. And, but that's what the Holy See, Spirit. See, I, I was What's the that? one that stayed in the class. You're the one that was getting the hall pass. I didn't have a hall pass. <laughs> oh, oh, you that, probably did. You probably just I walked didn't. around. Do not, Oh, All right, we're, we don't need to go there. But um, <laughs> my high school experience is very different than Daniel's high school experience. But my point in saying that, grief being the whole path to holiness, oh, is so that man, when we wander out yeah. uh, from the path of God has for us, the Holy Spirit is that teacher. The Holy yeah. Spirit comes back and convicts us. Hey, hey, why are you wandering? Why are you wandering? And we pull out the wow. whole path of grief, but I'm in grief. But I'm lonely. Um, but but I'm exhausted. Yeah. But I'm hurting. But I'm offended. It's yeah. the hall pass for these things, and 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 that's that's what that's why it's so powerful. Because Proverbs fourteen twelve says there's a way that seems right to a man. Like it doesn't say there's a way that seems wrong and you do so it. True. There's a way that seems right to you, but the yes. but the end of it leads to death. That's why God says uh, we have to deal with our emotions quickly. Don't let the sun go down on your anger, right? Uh, guard your heart because out of it comes all the decisions of your life. Forgive uh, or, uh, and you will be forgiven. Don't give the devil a foothold. There's all these moments. And, and you and I were talking about this yesterday, how, how not dealing with emotions can get us off course. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, in Exodus chapter 13, there's the story where the, the, the children of Israel are going out from slavery, yep. right? Out of the bondage of slavery, out of the world. That's what Egypt symbolized. They're going to the promised land. And God stops and says, look, I would have taken you a shorter way. I, I, they had all this long ouch, distance there. I would have ouch. taken you a shorter way. But I knew that there was an enemy in that territory. And I know that you would have got distracted and discouraged by the enemy and went back. God says, mm. many times we have to take the longer way around because our emotions will distract us and encourage discourage us and we will go back rather than realize that we were formed and prepared to fight through this. So look, don't mm. take the long way around. Mm. That's why this has to happen. I, I want to encourage somebody today with this. If God doesn't take you around the conflict, he's already equipped you to win the conflict. Let me say that again. If God doesn't take you around that conflict, he's already equipped you to win the conflict. There is power inside of us to overcome this grief and this emotion and this sense of powerlessness and hopelessness. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. Proverbs 16, 32 says this, Mm -hmm. D. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he who rules his spirit is better than a conqueror of a city. Yeah. Wow. A conqueror of a city. He who controls his emotions, puts it under, better than someone who is the champion of a city. I, by the way, I fail at this all the time, so I'm not saying that, but this is what I know. The more that I fail at the more I, I, I submit my spirit, my, my soul to the Spirit of God, the more that uh, 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 the Holy Spirit convicts me and I start to lift up that hall pass, the, realize, the more I realize that that hall pass is invalid. It was signed, come on, by the wrong person. That hall pass wasn't signed by the person who has authority over your life. You forged that hall pass. Mm-hmm. You, put your name on, you put the name on that hall pass. It's not your authority, it's the king's. I was thinking too about last week we mentioned, um, you know, don't be the guy that walks around and says, like, I don't have any regrets in life. Because I'm thinking, you know, that's just like, well then, if you don't have any regrets, 
you're, that equates to I've always walked according to the will of God. Mm. It really does. Because this is what, yeah, right? Yeah, no, you're right. Because like I regret that's, that's not right. walking according to the will of God. Mm-hmm. There, so that's why I, I, and I said we have to be careful because the enemy will take a holy regret and morph it into shame. Correct. And then we have this bravado that we go around like, I don't have any regret. Well, we should regret grieving the heart of God when we don't choose his best. So, it, and that's like, so I, you, I could have taken you a shorter way, but you. You, you. <laughs> but you. But Not you. something else, but you. So it's, I do think, Dee, it's because we believe somewhere that we wouldn't be who we are without the scars of shame that get us there. And that's the truth. And Exactly. But God. Not like, in a good way. I, 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 I don't want to be who I am. I want to be who I was supposed to be and who I can be. Yes. Yep. So, oh. Oh, yeah. We've got. We've got car shows, we've got fire <laughs> engines, we've got police cars. <laughs> We're just going to pretend that's Yeah, happened. it's all good. Um, but, you know, I think that th- th- this is something that a lot of times we don't want to talk about it, but the the fact that we have misidentified what peace is. So if you remember a yeah, couple weeks good. ago, yeah, we yeah, talked talk about, about how we have to make our peace with being people who are going to follow the will of God no matter what. We just have to make our peace with it. Like We have to decide that before each scenario continues to pop up and yes. makes us waver and then water down what his will is for us. And um, what, I was say- what I've been sharing with Kay yep. is that a lot of times we have misidentified peace as relief. So Paul did not have relief. And I think we think in our minds He's like going to prison. Like we're going to do the we're going to do the will of God, so we're owed some relief. And I'm thinking he had to leave a difficult situation to go into a more difficult situation, Correct. to go into a harder situation Correct. to then be martyred. Correct. Like that was a progressive difficulty. So, you know, we we want to say that well, he should have been given peace. And he did. He was, but he wasn't given relief. Yes. And when we it's interchange good. those words, we'll go like this. Well, I don't feel relieved. Yes. Right, right, <laughs> so right, right, right. I'm going to choose something different. And the thing about Paul is the same thing about us. He had the sacred gift to have an opportunity to have intimacy with holy integrity. Yes. Because holy integrity is the fabric of who God is. And that was a sacred gift. It's a gift that we all have, church, is the opportunity to have intimacy with holy wow. integrity. Wow. And what we, the, where we go wrong is that we have intimacy with our emotions. I keep hearing yeah. a male voice in my yeah. head saying like, I don't even want to deal with this. Mm. And I keep hearing that. So I feel like I'm supposed to say that because that is more, that's even more emotion than emotional people. Yes. Because you have so many emotions that you don't want to deal with that it comes out as you're trying to just create, you're trying to disconnect. And you're trying to just not be present in the situation. Like, I don't even want to deal with this. You you are in this conversation as well because that is emotion. Yes. Being disconnected is an emotion because you are going numb. Correct. And being numb to God is very much being in your emotions because he doesn't want us to be numb. He wants us to be fully present. Yes. But because yes. We, we have intimacy with our emotions, we choose that more often than choosing holy integrity because we know our emotions more than we know God. So when we know how it feels to bring relief to ourselves, we choose that time and time again because we know what it feels like to feel relieved more than we know what it feels like to be at peace with God because we're walking intimately with Him 
through that sacred gift of yes. being close to what holy in, a life of holy integrity entails. Yeah. See, I think, I think what you just said is brilliant. And I think what we have to grab a hold of, because it, holy integrity is uh, uh, this marking of health and, mm -hmm. and wholeness in our life, that integrity is not something that is done to us. Mm -hmm. It's something that's done with us. Like it's not mm. a passive integrity. I, I, I'm yes. just gonna I'm gonna arrive yeah. in an in, yeah. in, in integral life. It doesn't work like that. And we have to actually have we have to actually have to enact faith mm -hmm. in the midst of emotional yes. people. There's a, 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 we'll get to it. But Paul says it's about waging war. We have to recognize that there's yeah. a war for our soul, for our mind, for our future, for our destiny. Outwardly, inwardly, um, spiritually, and mm -hmm. supernaturally, mm -hmm. that 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 we actually have to enact faith. It, you will not passively walk into yes. integrity. You have to walk out oh, integrity. Yes. So, so um, those things are very very different. And and the truth is, look, we're all going to face emotional people. All of us. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's from outside forces and uncontrollable things, and other times, like Paul, it's from people who are closest to us, yeah. who seemingly want the best for right. us, but who are bringing to us something that God isn't saying, something that God isn't doing. And that's why you talked about the, 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 the alliance uh, question, the allegiance question. We also have to wrestle with the holiness question. We have to settle with the holiness question. Who and what is determining holiness? And how will that be lived out? The who and what? Like, if it's God and it's God's word, then there is no deviation from that. And that's where we have to recognize there are some things when it comes to godliness that are done to us and some things that are done with us. In salvation, salvation is done to you, mm -hmm. right? When you confess, yeah. like you got no part in salvation. Right. Jesus saves us. It is Christ, is Jesus plus nothing. That's it. He saves us, and that His work was uh, all efficacious on the cross. That's everything that we need. Um, but when it comes to sanctification, holiness, yeah. right? Be holy yeah. as the Lord your God is holy. That there's this partnership yeah. with the Holy Spirit to walk this thing out. Not let yourself be holy. No, correct. Be holy. Be holy. <laughs> that, right? Be holy. Yeah. And and like that's where it's partnership because when we give to God something, He doesn't. It's not. He always responds to it. Mm -hmm. So when we give God mm -hmm. our integrity, He responds by empowering us to become more integrals. Um, and that's why I love this. I was, I'm teaching this at Fords this week, so here's a little preview. But in Philippians chapter 2, verse 1, Paul says, Since we have in fellowship with the Spirit. I know the word in English is if, but it's not. You'll find out. Mm -hmm. It actually since. Since you have fellowship with the Spirit. That word fellowship, old Baptist word, koinonia. But it, <laughs> may, it, means, it actually means this. This is the word picture. This is where they got this word from. It is a picture of two people sitting at the oars. Uh, rowing together in sync mm. so that you could go in the same, the direction you want to go. Mm. And that that's what integrity looks like. Mm. It's like the Holy Spirit is already on the oar of our life with a direction, with yeah. a purpose, mm. with a health, mm. with a holiness. And our integrity, our partnership with the Spirit is grabbing a hold of that oar and, and pulling in the same direction. Are you and I pulling in the same direction as the Holy Spirit when it comes to how our marriages, how our kids mm -hmm. are raised, how we respond in our in our marketplace, how we actually see church, enact the kingdom, serve people. Let me ask really you good. this. Are we pulling in the same spirit, the way the Spirit is, when we are loving our neighbor in this moment in time? What does that mean? Because I can tell you mean. I do. Because uh, I'm wrestling with why it's difficult for people to understand the pain that our black community is in when they've just lost a sister and the justification of all the reasons why it's okay not to share their pain. Right. 
I can assure you the Holy Spirit is rowing in the direction of being a comforter in the, the, the moment of pain. Yeah. To be someone who sides, comes by someone's side and mourns with those who mourn. So we have to ask ourselves, what caveat have we given ourselves to not join? Yes. Not join in the pain, not join in the prayer, not join in the understanding of why someone could mourn. Someone who looks like them and comes from their background. Mm. I'm going to say something to you that I, I, I don't have in my notes, but I, I, yeah. I said to you just the other day, and I need, I need people to hear me say this from my heart because 9-11 changed me. It, it, um, it still does when I think about it. Um, and we just came through 9-11, and I, I love all the hashtags, never forget, never forget, never forget, and I, I, I hope we never do. Because it is something that absolutely was done that scarred people. But I I guess I I don't understand then when we say things like don't ever forget those things. But then when our black community is talking about the the pain and the horrors of slavery and the the burning down of uh, of Black Wall Street that we turn around then and say just get over it. It's history. Just move past it. But we can't do that because there's pain that's attached to those moments. It doesn't mean we have to live there. I'm not living in 9-11. But I cannot deny the fact that 9-11 changed the way that I see the world, changed the way that I even see other people in the world because there's pain attached to it. And when I'm reminded of of that pain through incident and situation, it sparks a connection to that pain. Very good. The Holy Spirit, I promise you, church, connect church, I promise you, he is not a Republican and he is not a Democrat. He is moving towards reconciliation. He's moving towards yeah. peace. He's moving towards health. He's moving towards mourning with those who mourn and, stand, and loving our neighbor and loving our enemy. Even if you consider somebody an enemy on the other side of the aisle, mm. The Bible says Jesus' command is to love them. I promise you the Spirit of God has an oar in your life, and He is trying so desperately to get you and I to grab a hold of that because that's what a holy integrity looks like. And I promise you there are going to be people around you like that were around Paul who don't understand it, who are logically telling you why you are justified to have this caveat. And God and the Spirit of God does not give us the right to have a hall pass to holiness. First Timothy chapter 1 says this. This charge I entrust you, Timothy, in accordance with the prophecies made over you, that by them you wage war, holding faith and a good conscience. By rejecting this, some people have shipwrecked their faith. How do I fight the good fight of holy integrity? How do I do it? How do I do it? I have to enact faith. I got to take the word of God and I got to enact it in my life, even when I feel like I don't want to. And I have to do it with moral conscience, a good conscience, a moral compass that does not come from my generation. It does not come from the media. It does not come from my feelings. It does not come from my emotions. It does not come from my broken soul. It does not come from my political party. It comes from the holiness of God that is resident inside of you and I. 
That's why we can't just be passive. And Dee, I, I just know this, that when we allow our grief or our emotions to overwhelm us and lead us, we often miss hope. And that's what I think our world's missing is hope. Do you remember Mary is standing outside the tomb of Jesus? And she is so grieving that Jesus shows up and she can't even see him. She doesn't recognize him. She thinks he's a gardener. He wasn't the gardener. He wasn't dressed like a gardener. He didn't come in disguise. Hope, living hope, was standing next to her. And her grief, her emotion, the caveat she had lived in, kept her from seeing hope. And hope is this essential element of faith. Because without hope, we have no faith. I just want to in the in the term that God has kind of brought into the room like there's a there's a strong sense of his holy presence right here and I don't want to brush over it so we just let's just keep going sure. um, you know there's you the scripture that you read this is gonna this might come out fumbled or river but we're just gonna go for it so the scripture that you just said read is by rejecting this some have made shipwreck, shipwreck of their, their faith, faith. Some have made shipwreck. Yes, correct. Of their faith. They weren't shipwrecked. They made it. They made it, meaning their participation. Their participation. Their participation <laughs> and their responsibility. So yeah. a lot of times we want to blame life as being responsible for shipwreck. To be shipwrecked means to be destroyed. To destroy by grounding or foundering that's yes, the definition that's of it okay so yeah. it's either like you've grounded a ship or you've gone you've sunk yep the waves of yeah. ship yep and so a lot of times we want to the hall pass tells us that something shipwrecked us so our response which is emotion versus holy integrity has a right to take over because something shipwrecked us. Yes. Instead of us having a grown understanding of who we are and who we're not and owning our responsibility in the shipwreck. Either, okay, so by definition of shipwreck, right, it either means you have hit something that makes you run aground. Yes, correct. Or you ingest too much of something that makes you drown. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, all right. Okay, yeah. right? So shipwreck. Yeah. So you're either, if it says it's grounding or foundering, you're either where you didn't want to be, like you, you right. envision. What did Tom Hanks? Uh, he just all of a sudden on an island with the soccer ball or whatever. What the heck was that movie? Yeah, okay, Wilson. Well, Wilson. Wilson was yeah. the ball, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, whatever. Yeah. Somebody's going to put it in the chat. Um, and, but like, we're either there or we're been overtaken by water. We've either hit something hard in our life or we've taken, ingested something too much and we've either run aground or we've drowned. And right now there's a lot of us saying that someone ran us aground yes, or someone caused us to drown Yep. and we are not owning a particular portion of our life that is in shipwreck, even if it's 
we were talking about we have an alliance with our emotion, even if it's just like, I don't even want to deal with this. Yeah, correct. That is emotion, and that is giving ourselves permission. And there is no way that we can have this, I don't even want to deal with that, and not be shipwrecked in that arena of our life. Yeah, we, we can have an, an emotional moment. We just can't have an emotional movie. Right? All of us is, have emotional moments. That is the, it, it, it's because you know how you'll you'll see a commercial for something and they'll do a soundbite and then you'll see the actual show and you're like, oh my goodness, they took that yeah, line totally. from this. That's not what we're talking about. But if your natural instinct is always just to be like, can, I'm going to, we didn't have this play, by the way. We were talking about a, a, a verse, I mean, a story yesterday that uh, we will preach about later, but th it just brings out in 1 Kings 13. Um, uh, there, there's a prophet who um, has a prophecy with the king, and God says to him, uh, go, in a go back in a different direction. Don't eat and don't drink. Just go. And, and as he's on his way, another, an older prophet comes and says, oh, no, come back with me. Come to my house and come eat with me. And he says, no, but God said, I can't. And, and the guy goes, no, no, come on. It's all right. Come with me. I, I heard from uh, an angel, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and it was a lie. Um, but, he, but he came back in. And... He allowed someone else. And then the Bible says that from that point, when he left that older prophet's house, he was attacked by the side of the road by a lion, and a lion killed him and stood over him. And the, what you just said is right. It, it, it seems like it's justified in this moment to be like, but it's the older prophet's fault. He brought me and he said, he, he told me, but what did God tell you? What, what was the word of God over your life? What did the Spirit clearly say mm -hmm. and that's why we have to own the fact that there are times that we deviate from what the holy spirit says from what holiness looks like in our life and we get attacked by lions we position ourselves where the lions come and get us where we're we're, 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 we're we're back on the road we think we're good but we've opened ourselves up to attack and then we've been shipwrecked and we go i can't believe god let me be shipwrecked and you're like no paul says timothy me there are people who have made shipwreck of the life. Mm -hmm. That was never God's intention. Mm -hmm. Now, my God's merciful. My God is gracious. My God's a God of second chance. My God absolutely uh, can move when there's repentance in those moments. When, they, when we turn around and we confess and we're, 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 we're running back to God like the prodigal son did. Man, the Father runs to us. There's always God's love that, that's towards us. But D, mm -hmm. there's, like you said before, there are consequences and pain that come to that and some things aren't restored just because God's grace is restored to you doesn't mean that there are relationships that are restored or marriages that are restored doesn't mean that there is sometimes life that is restored in certain areas so uh, this this is this is just a call church this is a call to holiness as you've been hearing Dean and I talk about from yeah. Jump Street I want to say one thing and then we're, we're going to close um, but you know, it's regarding the Breonna Taylor ongoing situation that has been occurring, and uh, Kyle chose made a decision to speak out about it, and of course there was conflict uh, as a result of that, which you always know going yep. into something is going to be what's going to happen, and it's kind of like what the holy when holy integrity causes you to make a decision before you t do it, and yep. then you can withstand. <laughs> Um, not without pain, yeah, you can withstand yeah. um, because you have peace with being led by the Spirit of God. But 
um, I want to say church, because if you're trying to figure out, because what happens is, is too, is that we, we put up something about truly having compassion for someone's life being taken and how, how our entire black and brown community is in, is in communion with pain. Yes. And how we can come alongside. And it's always made to be about something that it was never intended to be about. But what is always telling is the private messages that come oh, yeah. in, right? Um, and and the, with, whether it's gratitude or um, whether it's like no. the challenge or whatever it is or somewhere in between. And what I want to say to you is that sometimes a lot of people are like, I don't know what to say. I actually do have understanding for this pain. But if I say this, it's going to seem like I'm coming out against that. And so as hard as it is for us personally to take that those hits that we're taking, we pastorally want to help you. There is nothing in the word that says we should not come alongside someone in pain. In pain. Amen. I am not here to figure out if someone is going to be found guilty or not guilty of something. Because Kyle will tell you, my actual natural bend is to go and commune with the person that even does go to prison. I don't have this thing in me that only sides with who I perceive as the victim. Because I have been victimizer. Yes. And until we occupy the truth that a lot of times the arrows that we throw are coming from people who have presently even, been victimizer, you're always going to throw those darts as if you are the victim. This is the time to be near to someone in pain. Not judge a jury, but to be near somebody in pain and to give that communion with grief validation by being near. There have been plenty of times I've been near to people and they have not misunderstood me being present and showing up for them is an opinion about why they got there in the first place. God forbid that we only ever show up for people that we deem um, like you're worthy worthy. of my compassion because I have found you innocent. Thank God (laughs) people do not have that power because there is always an argument to be had to find someone guilty. Thank God, thank thank goodness that God that God doesn't treat us that way. Thank God. Thank God we have had people in our lives that have said me coming near to you has nothing to do with me coming into agreement with what you have and have not done. Correct. It is me recognizing Correct. the pain that you are in Correct. and I want to be part of the reconciliation and redemption that your life can know. Correct. If anything matters more to you than that, you are being an American Christian, not a Christian American who desires to be a disciple. You're not a, and that is a line that we are willing to draw to help people understand how to live out your life. Our lives have to look like disciples, not merely Christians. And the reason that I'm delineating that is because Christians can oftentimes be in name, but not in action. And we are talking about being disciples as far as what our, we carry in our spirits. Correct. And we must carry each other in our spirit. Yes. We need to pray. We're at the wrong war. If you, if you, are, if you are lacking compassion... Or have marginalized compassion because of the judgment 
that you can make, that you, we got to recognize it's our soul. Because our soul doesn't want to be compassionate. Our soul wants to be different than other people. Our soul wants to be better than. But none of that is Jesus. Mm -hmm. Not one yeah. bit of that is Jesus. Jesus who lowered himself, humbled himself, was born in a manger. He left glory. He, 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 he took on the form of humanity. He bore our sin. None of that. None of that. Like, that's where we start. So we don't, our soul doesn't want to, uh, our soul wants to be different. It doesn't want to have compassion for people who are different than us or who we deem as less than us. But that is not Jesus. That is the wrong or. Let go of the or. There is one. Since you have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, grab a hold of the or of love. Amen. That's what Jesus is doing today to you. And that's what he wants to do right now. So can I just say, maybe you've been uh, going down a different path. Maybe you find yourself today separated from the love of God or uncertain of how much God has loved you. Can I tell you, salvation is free, but Christianity is not just about salvation. It's about having intimacy with the Savior. And that's what we're offering you today. And the good thing is, God says, I already said it to you, salvation is done for you. It's, it's not done, you know, you don't have to do anything to get it. You just, the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord today. You come to him and believe in your heart that what he did for you on the cross was enough. And that he rose from the dead so that you can live forever with you. That's enough. That's it. That's the partnership right there. He'll come and meet with you today. If you find yourself separated from God today, or maybe wanting to know him more, can you just pray this prayer with D and I? Because I believe the Bible says that right here, right now, God will invade you. He will come in you. He will meet with you. He will change you. He will cleanse you. He will absolutely have a relationship with you. Let's just pray together. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus here, I am today. here I am today. I've come to give you my life. I've come to give you my life. Forgive me for being far from you. Forgive me for being far from you. Forgive me for all of the th my sins. Forgive me of all of my sins. Cleanse me today. Cleanse me today. I choose today. I choose today to give you all that I am. To give you all that I am. And all that I have. And all that I have. And I trust you. And I trust you to change me from the inside out. To change me from the inside out. Today I choose. Today I choose to live for your glory. To live for your glory with holy integrity. With holy integrity. Now and forevermore. Now and forevermore. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. And amen. And amen. And amen. And amen. And we're believing that amen. every week people are finding themselves accepted yes. at the foot of Jesus Woo! and being encouraged that there is a community here at Connect for you to be a part of and be um, and belong to. So if this is the first time that you prayed that prayer, especially if you've joined us this morning, maybe even for the first time after being a part of some of our uh, TKC runs, which is the food truck that we do in partnership with Carson Wentz Isaiah One Foundation. Go Cars! Um, hopefully this has been one of your first times with us, and we have a special book that we would love to send to your way, send your way free of charge. It's called The Surprise of Your Life, and it tells you about that, that gift, that communion with God that maybe you heard about in a different way, like you perceived it differently today, yeah, so and good. you really want to understand it a little bit more, and you want to understand like what does life now look like or can look like, we would love to send that to you. So there's a link there that you can send your name and your mailing address to, and we will send it out to you this week free of charge. And we also, the last moment that we have together today, we want to partake together in our yeah, offering. Worship together. And worship together. It yeah. is worship. 
it's a sacrificial yes, it act of worship yep. sometimes as it is for us, but it is something that's an aroma, a fragrance that rises to God. Wow. And yesterday, or not yesterday, last last week, um, we were. I was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna give to the church right now." And it was like there was a. We didn't even talk about it, but there was like a that came over oh, me. Yeah. Like, oh, we need to take a holy moment because sometimes it can just become what we do. Yeah. Um, or what we don't do instead of realizing that there's a holiness to it that we get to enter into we talked about that sacred gift of having holy intimacy with God and one of the ways that we experience it is in our giving back of our 10% of our tithe plus our offering to him and so there is a link for those of you who now call connect your home I pray that you would partner with that giving as much as you partner with listening to the word and worship and listening to everything that we put out during the week and being part of forged or um shoulder to shoulder i pray that you give a financial partnership as part of your act of worship with connect and there's a link there that you can give and be a part of what we continue to do even though at the moment our building is going through renovations yes we as people are going through renovations and we pray that you continue to help us be strong as you can imagine these are trying days. We've, we have taken a definite hit in our giving, and we want to tell you that honestly. Yeah, absolutely. So we pray that you hear that, that that clicked with something with you and said, like, wow, they're still willing to do it this way to keep us healthy, to keep us strong That's right. from a place of holy conviction, and that you partner your giving with Connect Today. So thank you for no letting good. us talk to you about that as much yes. as we talk to you about everything yeah. else that has to do with being um, biblically earnest in how we store everything Yeah, holy integrity. In our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, just uh, a quick update. Uh, the roof is uh, in process and almost, and it will be done soon. The roof is being done. The roof. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is almost finished, and uh, that'll be a key to to, to really um, doing a whole lot else inside. Yeah. Uh, hey, no chat room this week. Uh, this is the last week. Join us next week for chat room on Tuesday night at seven o'clock. Yeah. But there is um, shoulder to shoulder women's tonight at seven. So go to Linktree, sign up for that. Men, go yeah. to right now. Go to Force as you're giving. Go to Forge uh, uh, on the link tree and register for that as well. Um, and this is the time for us to grow together. Yeah, and keep your ears and your eyes on social media to see when the next TKC round will be. And if you oh. would like to help serve, there's also a link there. If you can do this, if you can make people realize that you're smiling <laughs> under a mask and you can wave really, really well, yeah, that'd be creepy. we would love for you. Yeah, that would be a creeper. Um, we would love to you, for you to be a part of it. It's a couple of hours. And it's really changing people's, yep. not just their days, but their lives. It's true. So come and sew a couple of hours of your time. It's re- you leave better than yep. you came. Um, and it's it's just a holy time that you get to also be a little bit socially distanced, but in community as it's well. It's true. And, you know, it is part, uh, if you really want to learn how to love your neighbor, uh, this is a great way to do it. Yeah. Um, the Bible says where your treasure is, your heart will be. Yeah. And when you give the treasure of your time and your resource and your and, and your, your your presence to someone, your heart will be there. Yeah. And you see people from all over and at, at, right come and yeah. be a part of that. So uh, consider that. Kids is coming up. We kids love our kids up. because we're a generational on our church. YouTube channel. Yes. And next week we get to start talking about it's somebody's birthday oh. coming up in October. Uh-oh. So we'll talk to you then about it. But for now, ladies, have a great night together tonight men forge this week we love you so much church thank you for being a church that lets us talk about the hard yeah. things because we talk about the things that matter to jesus 
So we love you, and we will see we you again you next Sunday. Bye, guys. God bless you guys. Bye. Love you, love you, love, love you. you. Love you the most. Miss you. Absolutely. Yeah, we do. We miss them. <laughs> and the best is yet to come. Go Eagles.